0: talk about the power of prayer and how we must do it to be good Christians Now, how prayer will bring us closer to God. Nick's own Christian guest. This is Eugene Aples with Christian Guest before we get into the main topic of tonight. I want to talk about a massive sporting event that just happened yesterday. And I'm not talking about baseball or American football. I'm talking about cricket. They had their World Cup yesterday. It happened to be that England beat the country of New Zealand and won the World Cup. And... I am as confused as everybody. But I follow this sport. Because. Whenever someone wins a big championship. They always thank God. So I want to see. How other countries. Are bringing God. Into when they win. A big championship. So let me, let me play the highlights. Of this match. Um from the International Cricket Commission. And again, I apologize, because they may be on some uh, socialist Satanist bullcrap, but we must understand our enemy like Satan as much as we spread the gospel so we know where to spread the gospel from. So let's play this clip really quick.
1: A wide, it is a wide. It's a freebie for New Zealand. Ball number one again. Perfect, Yorker. They've got to get two. Gupta will get back. He's quick enough. Ah, he's got it. It's huge. It's gone. It's out of the park. Here's Archer again. Nisham gets him again. Will they go for two? Gaptel says, Yes, a misfield. More pressure. More pressure. Five from three, all of a sudden. He's had another gap. Gupta will come back. Don't worry about that. I've gone to the wrong end. Gupta was always going to make it. It's going to be on Martin Gupta. It's going to be on Martin Gupta. Gupta's going to push for two. They've got to go. It's got to throw. He's Got to go to the keeper's end. He's got it. England have won the World Cup by the barest of margins. By the barest of all margins. Absolute ecstasy for England, agony, agony for New Zealand. Wow.
0: So the reason that I bring this up is because I found an op-ed in the Economic Times, which is part of the India Times that, that was headlined World Cup Final, when God was on a holiday by Anad Vasu. And I apologize if I got his name wrong, but it, it, it it's clear that he is not a believer in God because he's obviously talking bullcrap about God. And it looks like you know, sort of, uh, it, it's interesting because I'm watching this page right now. The Indian markets are about to open in less than four minutes and I know that I gave y'all good advice on Bitcoin, but unfortunately, I have no idea what's going to open in the Indian market. So, hopefully, if y'all, if my listeners are trading on the Indian market, y'all have your Bitcoins or your Jesus coins ready to make some money because then you could donate more to the church. But I digress. So, I'll go to the end of the paragraph uh, of, of this op ed. And he says, she sees, he says that someone else, the cricketing god, she was on holiday when Morgan, the Irish glue that holds this very inclusive English team together, asked Adil Rashid, the Pakistani origin, Bradford born leg spinner, how things were going. The skipper was reassured, Allah is definitely with us. Rashid told his skipper. In a paragraph. And I just wanted to make that. that. Let me be clear here really quick. Because he said. He referred. First he referred. To God as a woman. That's not true. God is a Caucasian. Anglo-Saxon. American. Christian. Okay that That's just the truth. It is not a woman. and And that's the one thing with with the woke religions these days, like Islam trying to make uh, God oh, a female. It's just like how they're trying to make Seven a black woman. Everyone knows James Bond is a British Caucasian male, not not a black female. And again, I don't know if that will hurt or help their box office profits. I'm just saying that it's in the Bible that James Bond of MI7 when he spies on Middle Eastern Arabs and, and kills them for no reason just because he thinks they're terrorists uh, and, and extends trillion dollar wars and brings English imperialism over to the world that we all rave about. Again, James Bond is a Caucasian male, but I digress. So I go to the next paragraph. He says, that a cricket match with its complete insignificance in the larger scheme of things was turning all those at Lord's On Sunday to thoughts of God was perhaps the most incredible takeaway from a day That had to be seen and experienced but did to be believed in a paragraph And that is powerful because sport no matter how dumb it is and no matter how we little care about cricket we're talking, about, we're talking about sport, about an insect. where well they bat an insect or something, crawls, and they get a six or a four or whatever. Brings thoughts about God. So let me go to the last two paragraphs. It was perhaps fitting, for the day began with the two national anthems, New Zealand's being a poem that was set to music in 1876. The poem began the lines... God of nations, at thy feet. In the bonds of love we meet. And ends with working out thy glorious path. God defend New Zealand. For New Zealand, the World Cup final began and ended with a higher power on the mind. If only the game did not have to remind them so. Cruelty. Of the mortality in between and of op ed. And I just wanted to point out this absolute rubbish. That they're blaming the cricket gods, which don't exist, on why they didn't win a dumb world cup that only like 15 countries play in, on why they lost. And, and let me let me let me point out something real quick. So I, I watched a little bit of this cricket final because I, I was curious myself about what was going to happen. I mean, it's a bootleg version of baseball. See, the founding fathers in Jesus Christ created baseball for us. So, like, if King George and the, and the, the British royal family he had stayed in power and didn't, like, want slavery and stuff... Because, you know, obviously the American colonials... We wanted slavery and all that. But we won't talk about that. We can talk about the sins and all that. But we won't talk about that. But we talk about, like... Our Independence Day, which which was just about a week and a half ago. Our national sport would be creaking. And we'd be playing some dumb rubbish sport that takes eight hours to, to do. It's like how everyone complains about Christian mass. And let's talk about the only countries in which cricket is popular in. India and Pakistan. And again, both very large countries. India has a population about 1.3 billion. Pakistan, 200 million. The only reason that cricket is popular in those countries is so they don't bomb each other with nuclear weapons because they hate each other and and that's a good segue to our next segment which I'll get to in a minute but I want to add something else because those were former commonwealth nations that used to be under Jesus but now they're not because Pakistan is officially known as the Islamic Republic of Pakistan I think I don't know don't don't check this on wikipedia godless soulless satanist wikipedia on me but I'll say this their capital city is known as called Islamabad which translates in English to Islam is bad so I think the british royal crown had had control of them and were trying to warn them and, and try to name their city. Islam is bad. Follow Christ and they didn't listen. And now it's the Islamic Republic of Pakistan. And now they play this dumb game of cricket. They score fours and sixes on each other and it takes eight hours to do. And again, if you're spending eight hours on anything, it better be in church. But I just want to point out the absolute rubbish and the power of prayer that brings us today. Because people are complaining that the cricket gods were not with New Zealand. And I say, there are no cricket gods Say his name. It's Jesus Christ. We'll be right back after this break. And the next topic I want to talk about. This comes to me deep, and uh, a listener sent me in this headline. It says the Russian Orthodox Church considers a ban on blessing weapons of mass destruction. So before, you know, you know how all these like um, socialist communist dictator nations that have their military parades. And we'd all remark, okay, you know what, the reason that we don't have these parades in our country is because we know that the United States of America of Jesus Christ is the greatest military nation that has ever stood. And that is true. There's nothing wrong about that. But here's the one thing about that. Before, the priests in the Russian Orthodox Church would bless... The weapons of mass destruction, some nuclear bombs that they would carry on their parade to kinda of show their military might. It's kinda of like when if 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 you are getting bullied at school, you just whip out your wiener and say, You know what, my wiener is bigger than yours. I'd beat you in a fight. And I think that's how it works. But again, last time I did that in school, I got in a sword fight and one thing led to another and I was uh, very concentrated on, on another student's career. Again, I digress. I don't want to get into that again. So, the Russian Orthodox Church is considering right now to stop blessing weapons of mass destruction and instead focusing Soldiers. And again, it was a great segue over how, you know, India and Pakistan, two godless nations that don't the majority of them don't follow Christ. Like I said, Pakistan's capital city, Islam are bad. Islam is bad. Right? They both have nukes. Russia has nukes, and we they're godless communists, I know, but they have the Russian Orthodox Church. You know, St. Basil's Cathedral or whatever it's called, right near the Kremlin. So they're not totally bad. You know, it's like the yin and the yang. However, if they are going to stop, if they are going to stop praising the Lord and blessing their faith on a nuclear warhead that could end up landing on a major metropolitan area of the United States because the Cold War really didn't end? Again, I pray, I pray that if the United States ever gets hit with a nuclear warhead, it is with a warhead that has been blessed by the soul of Jesus Christ. And I said on a previous episode, you know, if you want to be a godly investor, you invest in companies of defense manufacturers like Lockheed Martin, uh, like that one manufacturer of the AR-15. Because if Jesus would want these nuclear warheads to wipe out thousands and millions of innocent civilians, and cause a nuclear winter to come across because real Christians, the apocalypse is an opportunity for us. And, and you th- say opportunity like real estate wise? Yeah, probably. I mean, you could probably get good real estate in the rural areas in which are sort of breathable. You know, you got you got one of them like fallout suits. You you, you ever play that game, Fallout? You got one of them weird-ass, weird suits. Um, I apologize for cursing right there. And, And like a robot with you. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. But it's an opportunity. Because during the apocalypse, Jesus will come back to Earth. And that's what we as Christians believe in. Because we know if if a nuclear warhead drops from china that's why china's our biggest enemy cuz they're they're communist social they don't believe in jesus but russia isn't it's more because they kind of believe in jesus if as long as they have a russian orthodox minister blessing blessing that nuclear warhead that would wipe out chicago new york Los Angeles, Miami, whatever, you name it. If we got in a war with them. Thank God, as Christians, we should welcome that. Because it was blessed by Jesus. And I pray that our country, when we retaliate and bomb Moscow, um, and I forget all the other uh, Soviet nations or they're godless communists anyway, but Warsaw, London, because I imagine they're communists by now. I haven't checked in a while, but I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't trust the UK anymore. Again, they they play the godless game of cricket again. The apocalypse isn't something we should fear, unless the nuclear bombs that cause it weren't. Blessed by Christ. And that's all I have for tonight. Um, I apologize for being on such a long break. But I will be back later this week. And let's all pray together that blessing, that praying, will bring us closer to Christ and make us better Christians along the way, no matter what, no matter what that blessing is for, whether it's for a nuclear war or the fact that as a divorced dad, you want to have sex on your next tender date, and that tender date being you being married, okay? And that's all I have to say. This is Eugene Abels with Christian Gust. I'll be back with y'all soon enough. Thank you. Good night.